Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How the fuck's it going? I hope everyone is having an amazing day. Hope it is the best day of your life. And every day after is even better. It's pretty awesome here. I do want to start off by apologizing for being delayed. If you are a subscriber, this episode is coming out later in the afternoon as opposed to the morning, which I've been trying to get them out in the morning, but I got um, sidetracked on time. So um, this week has been absolutely insane, and I, yeah, 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 uh, it, it's been crazy. This week has been probably one of the craziest weeks I've had in quite some time, so uh, I got delayed in recording. And then I got lost on the river, kind of, so, um, yeah. So let me explain. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it started off, uh, the, the, the whole week has been just weird. You know, Monday through um, Wednesday, just weird. Um, so I think you guys, last week I recorded, I told you guys, Travis got a paddleboard. And... He loved it. He had the best time. He took it out last Saturday while I was recording. He was actually out um, on the river. No, I think it was something. Anyway, uh, yeah, he was out while I was recording, and he was having a great time. And he lost his fin that goes on the bottom because they sent the wrong one. So uh, when he got back, I you know sent the message into Amazon customer chat thing. I was like, hey, can I get a different fin, a replacement or something? They sent the wrong one. It didn't fit so that's why I like fell off it just literally didn't fit and they were like oh yeah we can't do that we can't just send you a new one so I was like well, fuck they said but we can just give you a refund I'm like whoa like he's already taken it out and everything they're like no you can keep it throw away donate whatever but we'll just give you refunds so we're like okay thank you so he ordered the replacement fin that was seven dollars and we got two hundred dollar refund on this uh Paddleboard. He had been saving up for this for quite some time, and he just now finally took it out for the first time last weekend. So, uh, we got the refund, and I was like, well, I want to go too. So, we ordered one for me, and they sent the wrong fucking color. I ordered blue, or pink, and, like, a pink and wood look, and they sent me a blue and wood look, which is still pretty. It's like a teal green, mint green. It's still pretty, but I really haven't heard on the pink, and I'd already gotten pink accessories. So I'm like, hey, can I, like, switch this out? I ordered the pink one. You sent the blue one. They're like, no, we will just refund that. I was like, well. So we got two paddle boards for free because they messed both orders up, which I feel bad about. I feel like, you know, I feel bad, but that's they did that. You know, that was them saying, oh, hey, here's how we're going to fix it. So, okay. So instead of ordering the pink one, we just um, use it because it was a gift card. Because I have this new habit of to stop um, things I will put, like I will add money to my Amazon account and have it come out there. That way I don't have to worry about it coming on my card later. Because sometimes it doesn't come out right away. So we pay with it with a uh, quote-unquote gift card. So they put it back on the gift card. So we just ordered some accessories that we needed for it. So I'm going to go with the pink accessories with the blue and bluish green, whatever. Um, and wood board. So that was how our week started, was through all of that and with the switch and everything. So 
things were just weird. And then Thursday, um, we, was it Thursday? Yeah. Thursday, we went downtown. We're at the store, uh, not my store, the grocery store in town. And we're walking. And that team who dressed that I had showed you guys on, um, in the Facebook group and on Instagram, I was wearing it downtown. We ran, went downtown real quick. Well, I forgot to put panties on. <laughs> I don't normally wear them a lot anyway because it's just better for you not to. So, um, I just forgot I was in a hurry because normally if I'm going to go out in a skirt like that, I will wear them. But we just ran in real quick. I was like, okay. So we are walking down the aisle in the frozen section and we just start the aisle. And there's um, a dad and two kids there and he's kind of yelling at his kids and they're just playing. They're not, you know, they're bored shopping with their dad. And um, so I'm trying to go out of their way because he had his car like directly in the middle taking up both sides of the, the aisle. So I go to walk around and there's a puddle of water on the floor and my foot just slips and it was like slow motion me going down and hitting the ground. But I landed on my right like thigh and hip. So my back was super jacked up and super sore. I've got a big old bruise there. And more than anything, I was just embarrassed because I fell. So I'm like limping around trying to get out. We're getting everything going. And uh, we told them, you know, check out, hey, you might want to put like a sign down or something. There's water there. And um, she's like, oh, yeah, thank you. You know, we need to get that a sign out for somebody falls. And Trump's like, no, she just fell. Like, tells them I fell. And then they're like, well, let's do a, um, like, a customer injury, you know, report, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I'm okay with it. Like, I'm fine. There's, you know, I'm not going to sue or anything. Um, but then I'm like, can I, can I have that video to send to America's Wise Home Videos? Because uh, I'm pretty sure it's really uh, quite interesting. I bring out a good laugh. But so that was Thursday. And then Friday was rough. Um, so we had some major uh, things going on. And Friday morning, one of my girls was sick, so she called in, which pushed us all behind horribly. And everything was just odd. The whole day was odd as can be. And we, I'm putting out the Halloween stuff, and this, we have this five-foot skeleton that came in as $45, which is really good for a five-foot skeleton at Dollar General. So I had it on my cart while I was working on things, and I went to go help a customer, and I come back, and it's gone. I mean, I wasn't going to buy it right away anyway, but it's fine. But I had it in my cart, the, of like, all my work stuff. So um, they, they they took it out of my cart and bought it, which is, that's fine, okay. But I was going crazy because I'm like, where the fuck did I put this thing? Like, I just had this here. Where did it go? Find out that somebody bought it. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'll get another one. But I thought I was going crazy. So then... Um, the whole day was just odd. Like, everything was just weird happening, just weird things going on. And then the fresh truck comes that delivers our milk and eggs, like all the dairy stuff. And it's the driver who is very mean to me. He does not like me. He got in trouble for blocking the handicap uh, parking spaces when he was there the first time, blocking customers in by pointing a semi right up to their bumper um, and refusing to unload stuff. He wanted to unload it in the parking lot and us bring it in the store. It was a whole situation. So this guy's just mean me right after that. So he comes and we have to have specific paperwork on each rotator that's brought in that we have to scan in order to accept the truck. Well, he did not have the paperwork on the rotators. And so I asked nicely, like I'm supposed to, um, do you have those papers? They're not on here. Can you look for them in the truck? And he said, that's not my fucking job and was very rude and shitty. And I told him I can't take these without those papers. So he proceeded to 
go on about, I proceeded to call DOT to report him and call my superiors and get it reported so I knew how to handle this. He comes in and brings our frozen part in and wants the paperwork and stuff. And I'm like, I, I have to refuse the truck. Like I told you, I need this paperwork, those papers. And he said, quote, what do you want me to do? Print the motherfuckers? I can't. I said, no, I just asked you to look in the back of your truck. And he said, no, you didn't. And I was like, well, I, I did. And I have witnesses. So he grabs the paperwork, goes out, puts the seals on the truck and tries to leave, which he cannot because all this product, like six or worth of products just sitting there. I can't do anything with it. And I'm standing in his door. He's up in his semi-cab, and I'm standing in his door, and he slams the fucking door while I'm standing there. I got out of the way so I didn't get smashed, but I thought this dude was going to run me over. So um, the the customers I saw, they called 911, called the cops to come down. Like, oh, my God, something's going on. Like, you know, this guy's harassing her. He's going to assault her, blah, blah, blah. So the officer came, and I was really glad he was there so that he could be in you know just in the area so that this guy won't try and do anything hopefully so all of that was fucking just craziness and then a car caught on fire in the parking lot of the store catty corner of us the cvs so that was all going on at the same time dealing with this jackass we have thing done my night shift girl is hours late so then i'm late and now i worked end up working like 13 hours that day it was horrible so i get home and when I get home is when we realized that's when my board had been delivered and realized we had the wrong board and everything like that. So we're, okay, going through stuff and Travis and I are sitting here. And then my mom calls me screaming, bloody murder, fucking screaming. Oh my God, there's a snake. Oh my God, there's a snake in my bedroom. Please, please come here. Hurry. I live a block away from my mom. So we hurry up, get in the car, drive down to my mom's to go in there. And there's what we see. It looks like maybe a, a two foot snake. That was the head. The entire snake was like six or seven feet long, and we got it out. It was, and we don't really have snakes around here a lot, so it was just like, what the fuck? So we get the snake out and get it down, and my mom's freaking out. She's like, oh my god, you know, the snake's gonna be in my house, blah blah blah. And we're trying, trying to explain to her, no, you know, you'll be fine. So she gets going and um, get her calmed down, and we go home. And then I'm like, okay, this day is like all kinds of fucked up. So it's about. Um, 10 o'clock, we all late start to everything. I go get in the shower, get out, and we're on the back porch smoking, and I hear, pow, 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 pow. Some kids, this is like the second or third night in a row this week, are shooting at houses and stop signs with BBs, with a BB gun, metal BBs. So there's a little hole in the front of our house. I think they shot a window in another house, but they saw us when they got back there and freaked the fuck out and took off down the alley. So I called the cops because I'm like, this, they're going to bust somebody's windows out. Like, this just can't happen. I get kids want to have fun and play, but you cannot shoot at houses and shit. So um, cops came, you know, went and looked for them, whatever. Then a giant storm came in Friday night, like huge fucking storm into Saturday morning. At one o'clock, it started in the morning, Saturday morning, it started thundering and lightning like hard fucking core and my flag out front of the house snapped it got really 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 bad so the power went out everything was crazy i don't sleep well without a fan or noise or something so i just had the noise of the thunder but whatever so i wake up about four for work so i can get start getting ready and there's no power so i get the emergency lights because travis is obsessed with lights so we've got these lights that'll light light up a whole room like you know an overhead lights on it 
I get it up and I set it up with the family. Normally, my dumbass, when I when there's no power, I have a habit of just flipping the light switch anyway. For some reason, yesterday morning, I didn't. I was like, cool, I don't need to. Like, I, I remember that there's no power. But, by the way, no power means no coffee. And that was uh, not good. So I tried to drink a rock star to wake up. I have to have a hot coffee in the morning. And I'll drink anything cold. So I'm drinking a rock star. I'm in the bathroom trying to get ready with the lights and everything. And I hear my alarm going off. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why didn't it didn't go off earlier? So I didn't shut it off because, you know, the power's out. It has the battery back up in it. And I thought, well, maybe it just finally started working. I walk out, turn it off. And I'm like, oh, wow, the fan's like, making weird noises the power was back on I don't know how long I'm fucking back on before I realized but I didn't have the lights on switch on in there so I'm just in the bathroom minding my own business doing my shit and the power's on and Sky looked at me like what the fuck when the alarm was going off like she was freaked out it was fucking hilarious so I go make coffee go back to getting ready get to work and the power went out and no, 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 Friday morning, I'm sorry, Friday morning at work, the power had went out, and I was there by myself, which scares the fuck out of me, because I don't like the dark, and the place is haunted, so that was Friday morning, I forgot to put that in, anyway, sorry, I keep rambling, but this, this explains how everything goes in my time, so, uh, I get everything on, and I open up story, and the power's on, but the power had just came back on at 2.10, and the register had been trying to restart since 2.10 in the morning, sorry, it is now... 5.30 a.m. and the register is still not up and running. So I don't know what to do. I finally called the tech support people at 6.44 because they normally don't open until 7, but I got somebody in there early, thankfully. I was trying to just, you know, try and hope somebody's in. And I spent hours on the phone all morning, yesterday morning, trying to get this fucking thing fixed. They were worthless of helping. I ended up fixing it myself. Here and I was a cord and redoing the cord, making it work. So... That was, yesterday was just a shit show of a day to top off my Saturday. So Trevor and I decided to take the paddle boards out. That was a plan anyway. We were going to go after work, take them out, get dropped off about, you know, 20 miles up the road and float down. It's actually like 15 miles. Anyway, so we do. But we've never been to this area, like, to get out into the water this way. So we followed our boss's instructions and said, yeah, if you go down here, there's a trail. You get through a little bit of tall grass and then you get into this trail that takes you right down there. Y'all, these fucking people lied. There's no trail anymore. It's all fucking overgrown, and we are fucking... We're too far in to turn around. We don't know where the fuck we're at. There's no signal, so I can't even pull up the compass on my phone to even see where the fuck I'm at. We are literally just trudging through, falling in, like, the little creeks and everything along our way. Our legs are so fucking tore up and swollen and cut and bruised and rashed, and it's fucking excruciating pain from like mid-thigh down on both of us and it's horrible burns we used a whole tube of neosporin on each of us on our legs because it's how bad they were like they're horrible i'll post some pictures in the group and on insta so you guys can see actually i think they're already on instagram right now uh any post them on the facebook group but anyway they're bad they're rough and it was uh it was pretty pretty bad but we got to the water and we had the most amazing day ever we floated uh about 15 miles down to home we parked uh my car at the river bank here and then drove his truck out to the place where we went and left it and picked up this morning but 
It was so peaceful, nice. We floated from, we got in the water at 4.45 yesterday afternoon and we got out at 9.30. It was just gorgeous. So fucking gorgeous to watch the sunset on the water. It was just the best, most amazing day ever. But today I feel hungover. I feel like I, um, my whole body stuff, like I got hit by a fucking Mack truck and my legs hurt so bad from walking through the fucking Amazon jungle forest, basically. And my whole body hurts. Every muscle in my body hurts. So, yeah. So that's, that's where we are. This is why I'm late. <laughs> it's been a rough week. So, after uh, me ranting on for about uh, 17 minutes, I'm so sorry, but I had to explain to you guys what happened and what, you know, why I am. But I want to tell you guys, literally, the energy you feel from the water out there getting into your body and feeling that energy transfer from the water to you is fucking indescribably amazing. We stopped at a little beach area that has some rocks and we found several shells that we grabbed and a couple geodes that we're going to crack open here in a little bit because, oh my God, I was so excited. And it found bones. And so Travis laughing. He's like, only you would you know, go out on a, basically, you know, a floating trip, a paddleboard trip and stop and pick up rocks and shells and bones. So I'm excited. We had a great time though. And we needed it. It was like the most amazing therapy session ever being on the open water connecting with nature and just closing your eyes and listening to just the sounds of nature all around you and watching the fish jump and an otter or I'm sorry a beaver literally was floating down with us beside us it was the cutest thing ever and it was just an amazing feeling to get back in touch like it made all the shit I went through this week worth it just to be able to experience what I experienced yesterday and I was doing yoga out there on the board because mine is a yoga. Mine's made for yoga, so it's wider. Um, and meditating as you float down the river was probably the most amazing meditational experience I've ever had in my entire life. If you have a chance to go out on any body of water, on a paddleboard or a kayak or a boat or anything, where you can just be at peace with the sounds of the earth and nature and just float down and meditate you will literally feel so amazing like so fucking amazing I, I, I'm in love like I want to do this every fucking week for the rest of my life it was so amazing so that is why this episode is a little late but it ties into the episode in so many ways because this week we're talking about mindfulness it is incredibly important and I really have been working on this. I, I have some ways to go on a lot of areas, but I'm getting so much better. And this has been a big change for me. I think it's really important that we all kind of um, find our own way here with this because life is crazy and it's getting crazier every fucking day. Literally every day, more and more shit's going on that's just making our thing insane. So, mindful. What does it mean? Mindful has many meanings, many, many meanings. Um, it ranges from thinking of others or how your actions affect others or, or other things or events or whatever. It's a psycho, excuse me, a psychological state of mind. Um, it's a practice that promotes self-awareness and such awareness of being aware of things going on. It's, um, 
it used to be called woke, honestly, before woke, quote unquote, became a bad word. Um, now woke, you know, has a much more expanded meaning. But back in the day, being mindful was considered woke, which is crazy. Now, obviously, woke, like I said, has taken on different terms in different ways and different meanings. But the importance is that we change our perspective on life and the world, and it will change our lives. Changing the way we approach everything is going to alter everything about us and everything we do. And in the world of witchcraft, that is a big part of us and who we are and how we function is because we are very mindful but we don't really pay a lot of attention to it sometimes as much as we should and find the best ways to approach things I guess what I'm trying to say being mindful is basically the description of every witch but what if we took that and amped it up by like a thousand think of how much it would change your life and the differences that you'll see and feel when you start being more aware of everything that's happening and going on not only in the physical world but in your mind as well now you're probably thinking this episode feeling familiar like is this a repeat no it's kind of an expansion but in a different way so It really is important, like we've talked about before, the white car versus the red car, thinking negative, thinking positive, and how it changes everything. But having a plan, having an actual fucking laid out go-to plan with an actual idea of how to get this way and how to change our, our brains and our bodies and our souls and everything. It's hard because we can't change other people. That is the biggest part. People are finally starting to understand that we as witches are not bad, we're not evil, we're not, you know, gonna eat their children, we're gonna sacrifice babies and animals and shit. We've fought that stigmatism. We are overcoming it. Yes, we're still fighting it in religious realms, but that doesn't even matter anymore because the decline of people who believe in organized religion has dropped significantly since the invention of the internet has become more widespread in homes. Honestly, I just posted a graph um, a few days ago where compared from 2020 or I'm sorry 2001 or 2002 down to 2023 it went from 95% of the population of America believing in an organized religion religion down to about 64% so it's crazy people are starting to open their eyes more and see yes there's something there but it's not this organized stuff that we see preached over and over on TV where they you know, cherry pick parts of the Bible and blah 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 so without getting into all that part it's changing and people are changing for the better for the most part people are starting to see but we still have some stigmatism as far as who we are and what we do and blah 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 and that's just stuff and we can't change our minds and that's fine but we can focus on changing us which will change the way we see them and their actions can just ignore them and move on in a peaceful way without letting it get to us which is hard part but being more mindful 
or being quote unquote woke, which is what it used to be. I'm not going to use the, the woke because that's normally what that's what I've always called it is woke until now. This whole bullshit, bullshit political thing coming in, so I'm not going to use that term for now. I'm going to use mindful because we're ignoring all the other parts that come along with it that they have created for today. So, being mindful is a state of mind. It is a therapy session. It is therapeutic in all ways. It is a psychological state in which you choose to live your life by. And in our case, it is a state of appreciating Mother Earth and appreciating the gifts that she has given us, appreciating our selves, our souls, our sisters and brother witches, appreciating everything that we have offered to us by Mother Earth. It, it's it's so indescribable how to, how do you put into words something that changes your, your entire essence and everything? It's hard. But we're doing it. We're, we're just going to jump right into changing ourselves. It takes between 18 and 254 days to become a habit. I know in a previous episode I said 27, and that's because uh, the, the research and studies I had followed for a very long time all said 27, but the average is actually 66 days. Some of us much quicker, some people much longer, especially if it's a bad habit. I feel like it takes no time at all like ooh, two days bam i'm addicted to a bad habit but this is a good habit so it may take us a little bit longer but we are going to be able to appreciate our lives and our craft and everything available to us in a much better light so mindfulness really is therapy it is living your life in a way that you are more aware of everything it's just a very therapeutic experience and so it's basically daily therapy every fucking day I mean daily obviously every day but it's just daily therapy that we don't have to pay for it's uh pretty awesome pretty awesome so like I said it takes uh on average of 66 days to start a habit and today is day number one and we are starting now alright we are starting right away so the importance, one of the important things is having a balanced view. If we only see positive, which is what we strive for and want to have in our lives, only seeing that could also help us or hurt us, I'm sorry, because we have to be realistically aware of things that are around us, things that affect us, danger, people that will, you know, take any chance they can to kind of fuck us in any way because that seems to happen quite often, especially in today's world. But being mindful of the good things and finding the white cars in them is one of the biggest parts that we can do to help find the balance. We're going to start off by looking at things that we do daily and how we have a very hard time of sometimes fitting in our true witchy self-life quote unquote witchy living life with our mundane life because unfortunately we have to you know work and live and pay bills and you know things that nobody really wants to truly do if it was up to you if we had a choice things we would definitely not do if we could not but here's where it gets fun 
We're going to start off, literally, managing each day in a compartment. So you guys have heard the terms compartmentalizing, and a lot of times it gets a bad rap, or people got it in a bad way, or think of it as something bad, but, you know, compartmentalizing your feelings. It's not bad, actually, if you do it in the right way. Compartmentalizing your life, and just think of having... One of those little organizers looks like a tackle box, but it's like thin and you open it up, it's got all these different little compartments in it. That's what we're gonna do with our lives, all right? That is what we're going to do to our lives. You're gonna take that box and you're going to put different things in each slot that you have to do every day. Things that are part of your everyday life, all right? You got your box laid out. Some of you are gonna have 10 slots. Some of you are gonna have 110 slots because we're all different. And when I talk about things we have to do, I'm going to be very specific, like getting ready in the morning, preparing ourselves. And women, we take longer because we do our hair or makeup, things like that. But our daily shower, getting ourselves prepared for the day, getting dressed, our commute to work, our commute home from work, our time at work, our breaks, our evening downtime, our leisure, our second jobs or commitments or appointments or something we have to be at. Every single one of those has its own little compartment. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take a little bit of magical witchy mix potion or blend or herb or oil or whatever you want to imagine you're using, whatever works best for you. And you're going to add a little bit of that to each one of those compartments. Each one of those going to have a little sprinkle of it in there. Now, how you approach that and how you do that is up to you. We're all going to be different. I have been starting my day as soon as I open my eyes in the morning, which I'm incredibly grouchy in the morning. I do not like to be, which is weird. I like mornings, okay? I like getting up early. Like if I actually go to work, I like to get up early. I like to take my time getting ready. I like to drink coffee and smoke a couple cigarettes and sit on the back porch and listen to the birds chirp and just take my time. If it's my day off, I want to sleep in and do the same thing. I just want to sleep in and relax. But I know if I know I have to get up, I want to do it early. So now that we are practicing this more mindful frame of mind, state. When I get up in the morning, the first thing I do is open my eyes and I lay there for just a second. Not like, you know, lay there till you fall back asleep. I lay there for just a second, let my mind and my body sink back up because they are always out of sync when you are sleeping. They sink back up and I think to myself, this is going to be a great day. Whatever affirmation you have to give yourself before you even get off of that, before your head leaves the pillow, give yourself a little bit of affirmation and a little bit of guidance. Some examples, may I be safe, uh, may I be happy, uh, may I be healthy, may I live with ease. These are just things that we want to um, get in our head. Whatever whatever you've been going through, whatever you've been dealing with, say you've been you know, having a rough day, or you've had, you know, a lot of heavy work going on or something, you might say, may this day be stress-free. May I not be stressed today. Something that sets the tone for the day. Right off the bat, we're using affirmations. We are 
setting the tone off the day or right off the bat for the day and manifesting it before our head leaves the damn pillow. Right? Next. We're in the bathroom. We're brushing our teeth. We're doing our hair, makeup, whatever. We are going to utilize this time to think while we're preparing. Keeping your mind busy is the best way to not get yourself in a spot of worry or anger or rage or anything else because your mind is wandering off to other things that have a big impact on you and they sneak up on you and the next thing you know your entire mood has changed and then your whole day has changed. So if while we're doing our hair or makeup or brushing our teeth or whatever we're doing in the morning or our shower whatever all of those individually all of those combined however you want to compartment it we're going to use that time to do some specific thinking. So for me for instance I use that time to think about what I want to talk about with you guys. What's been weighing on my mind that I want to share about? What topics maybe are something that I feel like we need to talk about more, we need to take a different look at? That is my time to focus on this part of my life, my podcasting world, where I share my information, where I think of how I want to say things or whatever the case may be, whether I know what I'm going to be talking about that that coming week or whatever, I use that time to really let my mind find the answers with a focused question rather than just wonder. So it's like letting your mind wander and go off, but also having a focused way of letting your mind wander. Put that specific idea in your head and then let it go. And if you start to have worries come up, or things you stress about, we're gonna we're gonna save those worries for later. We're gonna actually schedule time into our day to worry about shit, so that we can deal with it in that time frame, and then move on and move forward. And it really is just how you approach things and how you decide that you want to make it go for that time frame. You know, a big part of it is finding the beauty in things every day. So, we've gotten ready, we're thinking about these, you know, things, we are really focused on letting our brain wander in a more directional way. And we're going to do that with all the different parts of that compartment. Everything we do while we're doing our quote-unquote mundane things, we're going to schedule time for us to think about the other things that we want, or things that we need to do that are more pertaining to our dream life, our our destiny life, if you will. I know there are some tasks that we cannot, you know, let our brains go off onto those areas and think in those other ways because they require us to think about what we're doing. But the ones that are more routine, like taking a shower, washing up, doing your hair, makeup, whatever, these are things you do all the time. So muscle memory is going to get you through that. You don't sit there and remember, okay, Stroke this way for eyeshadow. Pull this way for eyeliner. You don't have to remember. You don't have to think about it. It's an involuntary action at this point because your mind just knows to do it. It knows the actions. So we're going to take advantage of those time frames that we have and add in our important parts of our life, things we want to think about and want to do. A lot of things we do in our witchcraft world involves our brain's thinking of what we want to do before we even take that action. So 
Every time I come in and just go, just let my mind go and come in and just start doing whatever my mind's telling me. But more than, more times than not, I'm setting my time figuring out exactly what I want to do or trying to word things in a specific way, especially incantations. That is the worst for me. When I'm trying to come up with an incantation for a specific spell and I just cannot get wording that I'm happy with and then I I feel like I'm running out of time and I need to do it right now and I haven't had enough time to think about it. So that may be something that I assign myself for the day of, okay, while I am driving, I am going to think about how I want to word this or while I'm you know, in the shower if I'm very worried about other stuff, I will focus my brain on that aspect of it. And that's a way for us to bring more of our witchy side and our our psyche into our mundane. And I know, like I said, I know this episode sounds very similar to some others, but I promise it's it's going to be more of a better dive into all of that side of it. So we've, we've compartmentalized, we have put our life into these little boxes. We have sprinkled in some little magic witchery into each of them. We're going to work on that and it's something that's going to take a while. It's not something you're going to pick up and be like, oh yeah, this is my new thing. I do this every single day. You're going to have to work at it in the beginning. And I can't tell you how to do it because only you can decide which way, what is going to be best for you, how to do this or how to do that. But finding time to schedule the things in your life that are important at the same time as the things in your life that are just mundane and feel like more of a chore, more of like work than it actually is something you truly want to do. We're going to start adding that mixture into everything we do. Because if you guys remember, like I said, there's no wrong way to be a witch. And everything you do is witchy because a fucking witch is doing it. That seems to be the thing people struggle with a lot. Is when we... And, I'm same too, until I realized, no, like, it's witchy because I'm fucking doing it. But we feel like we have to live up to this certain way. We have to live our lives in this exact way or we're not witchy enough. And that, I think, comes from the gatekeepers, thanks to the internet. They have gotten really bad where people just think they can control everything and that they know all the best things about everything and if you don't do things their way then you're not real and I'm, I'm not going down the whole rabbit hole because it just pisses me so it said finding the beauty in everything and every day there's so many things out there that we only see the negative on this is back to the red car versus white car the opportunities to take something bad you take a red car and turn it into a white car or all over it's just us looking at it with that issue and trying to figure out what's going on we're gonna go ahead and take the break right there real quick uh my phone is going off for my boss and my big big boss and something is going on so let's go ahead and take the break and get that out of the way another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're back. Sorry about that at the end of the last um, segment. It's a little weird. Um, I message popped up. My phone's silent, John, sir, but I get messages from work. I can come through and my big boss um, messaged and somebody had reported some stuff um, that was fake and it was a whole big ordeal because it's not the first time they report it. People don't like me um, because when they get caught doing something they're not supposed to do in retail without going into a lot of detail in case somebody listens to this and decides to report me as well. Uh, they don't like the fact that they get caught doing things they're not supposed to so they like to make up stories and try to get us fired and call corporate and make up lies when they can clearly just go to my page and see that um, there's clearly nothing there. So, yeah, that uh, that is, um, you know, how the world works. But, oh well, we shall move forward. So, we're talking about seeing the beauty and the wonderful things in life everywhere, and that is something that we kind of struggle with. We have to really appreciate what we have. We get so wrapped up in everything going on in our mundane world that we kind of pull away from who we really are and the things that we love and things that really make us happy inside. So being more mindful of all of that can really change the way that you feel as a human, physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, (laughs) on a very, very vast plane. It changes all of everything about us. And that's what we need. We need to be able to have that balance in life between our mundane and our witchy worlds where they can coexist as one in that form of balance, if that makes sense. So here's a few things that we can do to kind of get ourselves through some things and how we can help with that. So one of the biggest things I do is I breathe. Before I even get started dealing with things that I have to deal with, like my everyday activity, I breathe. Take three deep breaths, in through the nose, fill up the lungs, and then push it out. I, like I'm kind of blown out, I can't do that. Three deep breaths like that. And then I take a moment to feel what's around. Feel the energy in the air. Feel the energy in the room. Whatever's around, you want to get that vibe, and you want to, un- you know, have that feeling like you're connecting with whatever it is that is there. Because there's energy all around us, whether it be energy of a spirit, or energy of other people, or energy of things. Like yesterday, being on the water, the energy that you could feel from the water was absolutely amazing and indescribable. But if you are in your everyday life and say it's you know something that you really hate doing and it, it just doesn't take you outside of your normal, you can feel your arms, feel the shapes of your arms, feel your legs, feel the shapes that they are, and it kind of helps center us and kind of ground us back. It's it's more of like a technique to prepare us and get our mind and body and soul kind of all lined up together and balanced so that we can approach whatever it is that we have to approach and do in a way that's not going to make us feel like it's so 
not fun or not happy or, or not what we want to do because it's not. We, we would rather be doing our thing, but, you know, life kind of gets in that way. So, take a moment to observe as well. So, we, we took a couple deep breaths. We have, you know, we took a moment to feel the energy around us. We are, you know, kind of getting in touch with everything around us, feel the shapes of the objects that are around Observe what's around you. Observe things that people wouldn't normally pick up on, like the dust bunny that's in the corner. Like if your work was, I mean, the little dust bunny that's in the corner that's probably sat there for three days because people don't clean up. Or the way that the light is kind of shining on the floor or on a box or whatever it is. Just take a moment to observe the things around you. This is helping get our, our, our senses all in line, kind of like what we did when we first woke up. We sat there for a second to let our mind and our body kind of become one again and get back in sync this is what we're doing to center ourselves for things that we don't necessarily want to do or don't find joy in doing so we're going to center ourselves this is a way to help us kind of ground we're just observing what's going on see if you smell any smell if you can connect with that smell everything has a smell and we become nose blind to it especially when we are in places that we're at a lot like work and home so you want to try to pick up on a smell that may trigger a change and that will help alter your perception of what's happening by triggering your brain if it, a new smell comes on that might make you feel a different kind of way because it won't feel as mundane because it's the same as always so try to search for that listen to the sounds that are happening around you the sounds of the lights flickering or you know customers shopping or whatever the case may be the machines running or whatever it is let all five of your senses come into into play. Taste. Taste the air. I know it sounds stupid, but you can taste the air. Sometimes it doesn't taste good, so if you need to get like a drink or a piece of candy or something to alternate that taste, you want to get all five senses active and going. We're feeling, we're touching, we're hearing, we're seeing, all things. And once we've done that, we're going to take another deep breath, and then we are going to approach the task, but in a way where we are doing it with a purpose are we doing it just because we have to fucking do it or are we doing it because we have to do it but we care about it i know it sounds so stupid so growing up i've always been told it doesn't matter whether you are you know working a job that is crap and nobody cares or a job that you absolutely love you do the same work you still give it your all and I know sometimes when we get stuck in these mundane things and our brains are wandering off and wanting to do all the other wonderful witchy things that we want to do, we kind of just go through the motions to get it done and move forward. But then we carry that with us that we don't, oh, you know, it's it's not important, which it may not be important because it's just part of your job, but it also is important because it's your name on that job that you've done. Even more so, we feel more fulfilled when we feel like we've actually put in a little bit of ourselves into that job. We've done a good job. And think of how you feel when you're doing a job at work, doing a task at work versus doing something you want to do, like a spell or a ritual. Think of the feeling of how you feel afterwards. After doing the job at work, you probably don't feel shit. But after doing the ritual or the spell or whatever, you probably feel really good. You probably have that feeling of something I can't even describe it changes your aura your aura color will change because you are happier because you're doing something you want to do or something you feel like you have done 
a good job at or you feel like you may have really put your mark on or something like that. So even the mundane things, the things that aren't what we want to do, the things that aren't quote-unquote witchy because, you know, like work and stuff. Doing it with a purpose and doing it with your soul into it and caring, even if it is a shitty job and it's just you know, crap all the way around, you're going to have that feeling afterwards that just makes you feel so much better. You're going to feel more accomplishment. You're going to feel a much better way. And it's going to carry over into other things you do. So if you start to connect those feelings and you start to give yourself the same feeling after doing a ritual as you do, or I'm sorry, after doing work as you do as a ritual, then it's going to feel like you're doing these things all over again. And turn that job into a ritual. Turn that project or that thing you have to do into a ritual. Plan it out. Think of it like doing spell work or any part of your craft work. You are taking things and making it into something else or moving things or whatever the case may be. You can find a way to put them in and be doing it as a way that it makes you feel like you're doing a ritual and just putting your ritualistic touch on that specific project or job or whatever it may be. And I know this sounds kind of foolish sometimes, but work sucks, guys. It sucks having a job. It sucks doing things we don't want to do. That's why they call it work and not fun. Unfortunately, not everybody can do what they love and we have to survive. So we have to find ways to make it more enjoyable since we have to do it anyway fighting it and hating it is not going to make us any better overall it's going to just hurt us and put us in a mood or a zone or just feeling feelings of regret and and anger or hostility towards the fact that we have to do these things so altering our brains our perspective to change the way we approach it and do it and how it makes us feel will change how we feel throughout the day for other things if we just spend our time working and doing you know, all the shit we don't want to do and then come home and spend the little bit of time that we have left between, you know, running errands, feeding the kids, giving baths, taking and bathing yourself, getting things ready for work and all of that and try to squeeze out a little bit of witchy time. It's, it's just not as fulfilling as if you made everything you do make you feel that way as when you do your witchy time things. It's just that balance of adding your own witchcraft pizzazz into everything you do, and it will help you just reach a higher state of yourself. You're going to reach the highest level of yourself because you are encompassing who you are and putting it into everything you do. It does make a difference, guys. I have been doing this for a while now, and this I think I told you guys a few episodes back that I was working on something, and I didn't want to jump right into it and tell you because I wanted to collect some more data on it but I really have a lot more data I want to collect on it and I will do like a um a recap later like a you know maybe in the beginning of an episode or a segment or a bonus episode or something where I kind of um fill in any alters alterations I might have made along the way as I get going but I'm like a month or so in now and I've definitely noticed a lot of changes I've still got a lot of work to do but I'm telling you the changes that you feel when you just put your own personal style and touch and everything into what you do in your everyday life it's amazing how things feel and how everything feels different and you feel you feel mindful that's that's what's happening you're mindful of who you are and putting your name your brand on everything you do so there's a lot of things that we do in life that we just kind of uh 
do just to go through the motions, right? So, <laughs> our attention, putting our attention on things. There's a lot of different ways that we can go about this. We can do where we, um, you know, have narrow attention, where we are more, um, we emphasize more about the little details and, and rather than the big picture of it all. And we're just focused on, all right, finishing this little bit of it. We're going to do this exact thing instead of seeing the bigger picture of all of it. And that's a lot of things that we do in our craft as well. And this is where the world's going to tie together. Because we can take this mindfulness and apply it to anything we do. Literally everything we do. Cooking dinner. There we go. You are doing witchcraft by turning fucking ingredients into a damn meal. Literally, you're taking things, herbs, potions, anything, whatever it is that you're going to feed or eat, you're putting all these ingredients in and you're altering their state by either putting them in the oven or just mixing them together or whatever it may be, cooking stuff in the pan, you're changing it into something else. And that's not fucking witchery. I don't know what the fuck is because literally green witches will tell or yeah, sorry. Kitchen witches will tell you cooking is something they really like to do a lot of. But they don't even have to force themselves to think of it in a way like this because they approach it in a way like that already. They've already got this part down. They've already been doing this for many, 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 many years. We are just going to add that part into our wheelhouse. We're going to start adding the ability to make the simplest tour of cooking dinner into a big production of a a ritual out of it. And it's the things like that that really help change your mind, your body, your soul, everything about you because it starts to become more balanced when you're adding yourself into everything. So, we also have diffused attention and that is where we are looking more at the bigger picture of things. So, this is something that I feel like we do a lot more of with things that we like. We look at the bigger parts of it, of everything that becomes involved in what we're doing. So for me, for instance, getting ready. I would take the little different compartments of the part where I take a shower. That is one part where I've got different things added, you know, put in, right? Specifically think about this part and that part or whatever in the shower, and then I move on to the hair and makeup and it's it's looking at all those different parts and then putting it together as a whole so whatever it is I choose to do in each of those sections of thinking and then coming over and putting it all together as a whole and that is <laughs> I'm not explaining this exactly the way I want to it in my head it just is perfectly clear and for some reason it's it's coming out like in, in pieces and fragmented like some old ass dial-up internet that's breaking up shit <laughs> but when we approach things in different ways, it has different outcomes on how we feel overall. Afterwards. Just like I said, with putting your your heart and your soul and your body into work, even though it's a crappy job maybe, or things just aren't the way that you... Are, it's not what you want to do every day. It's, it's not being who you are every day. But if you take those things, you take the little bits and pieces, and you focus on each one of those and alter them, Altogether, you're going to have a better ability to see the big picture and see what's going on. If you are someone who is more about details and you want to 
focus more on each individual box, that is also wonderful as well. But maybe you can add in looking at all the other as a big picture, putting it all together. And some of us, some of you, some of anybody, may take all of the boxes individually and look at them as one big overall task or idea or concept or whatever and it might be better for you to start looking at these in different boxes individually instead and see what approaches you can change to do it in a way that's going to make you feel more fulfilled more happy more connected more quote-unquote mindful again everyone is different so you're going to have different approaches and you may be somebody who, who does both who has who kind of goes both ways with it some things you think small some things you think big and you're able to flow back and forth when you need to to adjust for whatever you're doing and that's wonderful i have the ability to do that in a lot of different ways but there are some things that doesn't matter what i do i cannot stop compartmentalizing those specific thoughts or tasks or whatever because they're just so big that they have their own picture in a way does that make sense the great thing about diversity is literally how we're all different and we can learn from each other and we can see the best parts of everybody. We can see how things that they do affect us in a different way or things that they we do affect them in a different way. And the same thing goes with our lives and our, our mundane things we have to do. Think of it as diverse. You can literally pick and put every make every box in your little fucking compartment thing. We need to come up with a name for it. Your compartment box. You can take each one of those little boxes inside and give them their own feel, their own energy, their own vibe, and do things that way so you keep things different and and have a different approach. It's not so stale. It's not the same routine of everything. But also, some people thrive better on routine by having these things the same and having it set up in a way where you do everything over and over the same and you have that rhythm and you have that competitiveness that makes you feel comfortable it's however you are comfortable because when you're uncomfortable you're not able to be as mindful and as able to be in touch with yourself yes it's great to step out of your comfort zone it's great to try different things and try different approaches but at the same time you have to look at the overall big picture of that part is that going to make you feel better at the end is it going to be worth all of that or is it better for you to stay with the individual little pictures? It really just depends on how you are, who you are. And if you have ADHD, your attention is probably all over the place anyway. So this is a good practice to get into for the mindfulness of focusing on things in a controlled environment, in a controlled manner, where you have to plan it out in a way of how you're going to worry or whatever like I said setting your stuff done around in different ways setting your agenda up for things you have to do in a different way is going to be better for some people than for others and approaching it in a different way every day can actually be kind of fun because you change the way things go I know it is um <laughs> I know it sounds like it's all over the place, but it really does. If you put it all together at the end, it's really going to make a lot of sense. I promise. It, 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 think of it as this compartment of our compartment box. Each little part of this is in its own little box, but they all tie together over all for the big picture. The box is the big picture. It's what we have in these little individual boxes 
and how we approach them is how it affects the big picture overall, the entire box. And coming at it where we add our craft into all hundred boxes instead of just like five boxes is going to make your overall crafting life much more enjoyable and much more rewarding because you're going to feel like you're doing what you love and everything you do. You're adding your own piece of yourself into everything. And it's going to help you be able to not feel like you have to rush with your craft or you have to, you know, try to schedule time in for it because you can do it in everything that you're doing. I'm sorry that sounds a little like scatterbrained. It's just I'm very excited about this and how it's really changed my life and affected me. And I feel like I'm just not conveying it in a way that's it's as organized as my box is. So <laughs> I guess I should have done better. I didn't. The thing is that with this one, I didn't take a lot of notes down. I just wanted to go more with my own feelings and reactions of everything. And I think I probably should have wrote down more notes so it was more organized thought process. But there's just so many so many benefits that I've gained by putting everything in these boxes and then sprinkling my craft onto it and then the bigger picture has just grown so fucking immensely brighter that I I don't even know how to describe how much it's changed me and how I feel the difference in everything I do. Once I started getting my brain trained to do things in this manner where I have sprinkled my craft into everything that I do, literally everything, it has absolutely changed the way I feel, the way I look at the world. It's just really opened up something inside my brain that has just basically overloaded my body with endorphins and really put me in a way of ease and calmness. The old me could have never made it through this week with all the bullshit that had happened and I've been through. There's no fucking way I would have been able to handle all that shit with the police and the the dude, the guy assault, you know, attempting to assault me and everything happening in the snake, I would have flipped the fuck out. But being able to have your body automatically and your mind automatically flip the script and put your craft into everything you're doing, it really is such a fucking peaceful feeling. It's, it's therapeutic as fuck by having the ability to just focus on the things of it that are actually important now. It's really an eye-opener to see how many things I've been doing differently now that I have added this this perspective onto things, you know? And one of the things I've noticed is I start looking at issues in a whole different light. So I started scheduling myself time to worry. And I know this sounds fucking like what? Like you're making yourself worry? No. We do things, as we go on throughout the day, our brains wander. Now that I have found a way to assign tasks to my brain to think about while I'm doing other tasks. My brain doesn't have time to worry and have all those constant worry going on, but that doesn't mean there's no worrying at all. What it means is that it pops up in my head and I bookmark it and tell myself, oh, nope, we will worry about that during worry time or whatever you want to call it. Still working on the name for it. But anyway, when these ideas pop up, I going to shelf that for now we'll come back to it and it just makes it better because you're not going throughout the day worrying all day long about random shit popping in your head and everything else my brain has trained itself to hey it's like 7 p.m we should probably start worrying about this now and at that point 
everything has just calmed down so much that I'm not stressing it as much because it's not been weighing on my mind all fucking day. I've pushed it to put it on the shelf until it's time to take it off the shelf and address it. And at that point, you're becoming more and more open with your mind and you're able to really approach things in a different manner. You're able to now distinguish better of what is urgent and what's just semi-important and what doesn't fucking matter. And the biggest part of figuring anything, any of that part out when it comes to like your worries and your issues is asking yourself, can you change it? Is there anything you can do that could change that? If the answer is yes, then let's worry about it. Let's figure out a solution so we can move forward and be done worrying about it. If the answer is no, then we just got to quit worrying about it, right? In the world we're in, everything is about change. And in Gandhi's famous quote, be the change you wish to see in the world. That is exactly what we do every day. We are focused on being the change that we want to see by incorporating what we do into everything that we do. When it comes to worrying, though, the problem is, is that we get so wrapped up and focused on things and worrying about them and stressing about them, about things we can't change, we have no control over. So worrying about it is not going to change anything about it. So once you are able to fully grasp that and accept it, and it's hard, it really is fucking hard. It's truly hard because we are hardwired to fix things, to correct things, to make things better and right, or to change things to be the change we wish to see. Unfortunately, there are things out of our control. We cannot change them. That doesn't mean that we're automatically going to stop worrying about them. It just means that we have to train ourselves to stop worrying about them. It sucks. There are things that I really wish that I could change and things that I stress about all the time, but teaching myself to not worry about them because I can't change it. The worrying is not going to fix it. Complaining is not going to fix it. It's not going to change it. And it's literally been me 100% diving in and embracing who I am and putting my magical blend on everything that has got me to a point where I can put that back on the shelf. I, I don't even put the shelf, I throw it away because I can't do anything about it. There's nothing I can do stop it to change it to start it to whatever it is so we have to train ourselves to be able to throw that away and not keep putting it back on the shelf to deal with because we can't deal with it it's not what we can do but giving yourself specific time to worry about things and then approaching them in the way and saying you know this is this is important, this is not important, this is something I need to deal with immediately. Organizing those, dealing with them in that specified time frame, and then moving on gets that out of your way. I know it sounds crazy, I know it does, but I'm telling you guys, it is literally changing the way I fucking think, the way I do things, and the way I approach everything. Keeping my life in a more mindful state has literally been the best fucking change for me, because I have a lot of constant panic and stress and anger and rage and all kinds of emotions all over the place because I want to be who I want to be, who I truly am. I feel like life keeps getting in the way of that and not anymore because I'm doing things differently to put my life, my happiness, my focus 
into everything I do and it changes everything about all of it. It really does. When you first listen to this episode, you're probably gonna be like, yeah, she's all over the place, it's very scatterbrained. But after you start thinking about it for a little bit, it's really gonna sink in and you're gonna understand how important this is to your craft and that you owe it to yourself and to your craft to reevaluate how you approach the things in your life and give you the opportunity to fulfill more of your dreams, of your happiness, because you are putting yourself into everything you do. It's like a fucking a jar of spices. Say that you are obsessed with Italian seasoning and you put it on literally in everything you do and it changes, or I'm sorry, everything you eat and it changes everything you eat to make it more, tastes like more like the Italian seasoning. Not everything is going to taste exactly the same because it changes the flavor of whatever's there, but doesn't make it taste exactly the same every time. But it still has enough in there for you to notice that taste. Now imagine doing that with your life and sprinkling a little bit of your witch seasoning on everything you do. Then everything is going to be, quote unquote, tastes like witchy stuff, you know? Everything is going to have that witchy flavor to it. And that's what we want. We want to be mindful of what we are doing and making sure that we are putting our special blend on everything because in the end, in the big picture, in the overall, it makes us happier. It makes us feel more fulfilled. It makes us feel like we are really able to be our true selves and not have to hide our shit anymore and have to deal with mundane, stupid bullshit. And I know that, you know, some people's lives and their everyday stuff that is not... Uh, witchy, they they love it. They don't find it to be mundane or to be boring or, you know, bullshit. But a lot of us do. A lot of us do. And this is how we, we change it. So there are a lot of things that we really need to focus on changing the approach with and the outcomes that we expect from things. Unfortunately, we really want to make everything big and huge and and noticeable as hell because we want to make the the difference, something that we can see right away and everyone can see right away. But it it, it has to be gradual, unfortunately, because we have to deal with the acceptance that other people have to accept us. And I know that sounds like very like what but we can start big changes right away it literally starts from the first thing you do where you put your your witchy seasoning on it right away the very first step you take will be a butterfly effect that will change and alter everything you do from there on out we can't just go with a huge splash right away because it's going to be too much and we're going to not have anywhere to go from there. We have to work our way into it. So start with just a dash of seasoning. Just add a little bit, sprinkle a little bit of it into each one of those boxes. And then as you get going, add more and more into it until you really get that taste, that flavor that you want. And some of those boxes are going to need a lot more flavoring than others. They're going to need a lot more seasoning. 
some of them is going to need very little because it's already there. It's, you're just not seeing the parts of it. Once we start looking at it from a different view, you're going to start seeing how your craft is actually involved in every fucking thing you do. Just like cooking dinner. It's a mundane chore. But we are altering, we're taking things in, we're adding ingredients to from our spell list into the dish and turning it into something different. Cleaning sucks. I hate cleaning, but think of it as how we have to cleanse ourselves. We have to cleanse our crystals. We have to cleanse our aura. We have to, you know, cleanse the energy. We have to physically cleanse the environment so that we can alter it and be fresher and happier and more useful for us. When we start looking at it and looking at everything in a more mindful manner, we become more mindful in our souls, our essence, our whole body just becomes more mindful and starts to become something we do every day. We're creating those habits. We're starting now with the little things and adding them into everything. And before long, once you start doing this, you're going to add it to everything subconsciously and you're not even going to notice that you're adding it anymore. You're just going to notice it is there. It, it is what it is. You are doing the things. You are being it. And one of our biggest problems that we have is living in our heads. We can come here and we can set up all these plans. We can think of all these different ways of how we want to do things or what we want to do and how we're going to do it, but we don't act. We do it in our heads. And that is a lot of the times why we get so down on ourselves and we feel like we get into that ruddy situation because we are stuck in our head living. And I am the first one to admit I do that a lot. I live in my head more than anything. And I had to stop. I did it for so long. I'm obviously I'm getting over a lot of it and not doing near as much, but I'm telling you, there are so many times where I have just sat there and thought of how I wanted to live my life. And then I just went back to doom scrolling. And it was uh, not good because you just get depressed for something that you not even had really you get where you're craving something that you you never experienced you've never really done or had or had the feeling of because we just do it in our heads instead of actually taking action but hear me out we have to start there we have to start by planting it in our head we have to start by setting those seeds and then we're going to start watching it bloom by actually putting action behind those thoughts in our heads making the change, making the conscious effort to change what we can and alter how we do things. So our mindset will automatically start picking that up and we start going that way. Like doom scrolling, since I just mentioned it, that is something that I have to limit myself on now. That is one thing I've done with this whole, with my box. Um, I have a, a time set aside where I allow myself to doom scroll for... 25, 30 minutes, whatever it is, I allow myself to doom scroll and no more. It is fun to scroll TikTok and look at different videos and different creators, but I find myself getting really down on myself afterwards because, oh man, you know, I could have been in there, you know, working on this new spell. I could have done that spell. I could have done this. I could have done the ritual. I really need to claim my crystals. I need to do this or whatever. If we 
limit our time of things that are not necessarily the best for us, then we're forcing ourselves to do the other things, to get up and take action. So by not doom scrolling for two hours instead of only doing it for like 30 minutes, that gives me an hour and a half more than I normally would to actually go and physically do things and not live in my head, to get out and do things I want to do. I have belladonna growing right now outside. It's starting to bloom. I am going to schedule a time to make sure I go out and appreciate it. I go out and I tend to these things that I enjoy doing. We don't schedule in enough time for happiness for ourselves, and that's another thing that we have to start doing. There's so much mundane stuff happening in our lives, so many drab moments and things we have to fucking do that we do not allow ourselves that happiness time. I make sure to, and I think I told you guys this before, so please don't laugh at me, but I make sure that I play at least, it was like 10 or 15 minutes, now it's 30 minutes, because I need to have that time expanded because it's just become like not even very, it's not effective as much anymore just because of, the, of what it is, but I um, make sure that I take, you know, 15 to 30 minutes every day and I play a game on my phone. It's Candy Crush. It sounds stupid, but it is my little bit of a, you know, self-love, self-care moment that I take and I allow myself to just kind of, you know, daydream while I do this and wonder. And that's where I come up with a lot of ideas as well. I'm just aimlessly letting my mind wonder about only positive things because I've gotten myself to a place where I'm only doing the positive wondering. And I'm scheduling time later for the, the crap. Put it on the shelf and schedule on time to deal with all the worry shit later. But when you actively let your mind wander, looking for the good and letting it just flow with wonderful things, then you start becoming more creative. You start becoming more aware. And you just have that happiness come inside of you where you just don't feel that boredom that kind of sinks in even when we're busy doing things that boredom can kind of sink in because it's just something that we feel like it's just become a job now like with doom scrolling especially you just sit there and, and scroll and you refresh and scroll and you're not looking for anything you're aimlessly wandering around in your own head but if you have a, a drive with it if you have a specific set time like okay I have 30 minutes of this to do where I can do this and I can let my mind aim wonderlessly around it will change because you're not just sitting there stressing you're actually taking action to start doing things you're making plans you're doing things and this is also a good time where you can if you are someone who has a lot of things to think about and you have a job where you or things in your mundane life that you can't take time to think about or, or wonder on about other topics like we talked at the beginning like I do when I'm getting ready or taking a shower if you have a job that requires you to focus on the actual job for safety or whatever reason, then this would be another time where you are allowing yourself to, okay, during this time why I'm, you know, playing Candy Crush or whatever it is you do, maybe you go outside and do something, you're allowing yourself that specific time to let your mind wander on a specific topic or subject of something you have to think about anyway or you have to deal with anyway. So why not add into things that you're doing to kind of make it go by in a better way that will get your brain to kind of start, I don't want to say train your brain, but really train your brain to start doing it on its own all the time. Like I said, it, it takes, they say 66 days. I'm going to call bullshit because I think 27 days is more, more likely to be, but you know, it is, uh, 
whatever it is that works for you. However long it takes you to reach that spot of kicking in and becoming a habit that just happens on its own. I think that is very so I know that, uh, like I said, this episode is really kind of all over the place, but I, I'm telling you, when you let it sink in, if you are listening to it and you think about it afterwards, you're going to start noticing little things more and more that are kicking in. It's really going to start making sense, and it's going to hopefully empower you to make some conscious decisions to fix your own happiness and make sure your own happiness is number one and make yourself become more mindful one of the biggest problems that we have with trying to live a more mindful life is we let that negativity get in and I am guilty of this still to this day I let the negativity hit me the second guessing but it's really important that we stop doing that and that we just focus on the white cars of it all we the red cars we're going to focus solely on the white cars and we have things where we things that we just are going to struggle to see the positive side of we're going to struggle to see the silver lining but it's there you may not see it for like a week or two and sometimes bad shit happens and you still feel like man you know nothing good can could have come from that but then that's where you have to take into account the butterfly effect and if that bad thing hadn't happened and this one happened, and this one happened, and this one happened, and somewhere in there, you're going to see some positive you can pull out of it. I'm not telling you to act like every bad thing that happens is just great and wonderful. I'm saying that we're going to have things that are bad happen. There's nothing we can do to get around that where things are going to happen that are bad. But if we can walk away with just one shred, one tiny little bit of positivity out of it, even the slightest little bit, then that will help us be able to have some peace with it. Unfortunately, like I said, negativity is just around. Negative things are going to keep happening. Nothing we can do about it. It is life, but it is very important that we take time to find just the slightest bit of goodness in it, and our brain will start. If we actively force ourselves to start finding that little positiveness, then we can definitely get our brains to start changing it in every way and adding automatic deflectors that just don't even focus on all the negative part our bodies and minds will actually focus on finding the plus side of it the positive side of it it's just a wonderful wonderful habit to get into so let's kind of recap here I know this, this episode is all over the place. Mindful living is, like I said, has super variety of meanings in many ways. Like I said, when I was growing up, we called it what? You were what? You were one with the world, with the earth. You were aware of what you do affects everything. You basically encompass the idea that the butterfly effect is real and that it does affect everything. And by changing your perception to the world, changing the way you see the world, changing the way you let the world treat you and the way you react to the world's treatment on you makes you more aware of everything going on. As a witch, we have to put our own seasoning on everything we do, and this is our way of being mindful. 
we are being mindful of the fact that we are in control. We make, we, you know, we make the calls. We are the ones who have control over how shit goes for us. We have to stop letting everything get us. We have to see the beauty in the things. We have to see a field of weeds and be able to see the flowers that are growing out of it. Yes, they're weeds, but they're beautiful. And look at all the bees that are there getting to those flowers and working on, you know, pollinating all the other flowers and just seeing the wonderfulness in the world and seeing the wonderfulness in ourselves is probably the most important part of being more mindful. But we are adding our craft into every single thing we do and making ourselves create this habit where things are going and changing left and right for us and making us think better, do better, change better, and react better. I'm going to give you guys a couple quotes before we go. Things I want you to really let sink in and focus on and understand how a mindful life in the witch world is the best possible life you can do have. <laughs> I'm sorry, my words are really all over the place today. My mind is just wandering with all the possible things. And after uh, yesterday on the water, my brain is just, I'm feeling like, oof. So Mother Teresa said, be happy in the moment. That's enough. Each moment is all we need, not more. And I love that because it literally is, we're, we're taking this moment, we're being happy. We'll deal with the negative shit later. We'll deal with the worrying parts later. We're taking this moment because this moment's all we have in that. And I love that. I think it's very, very, <laughs> very encompassing of everything I'm trying to say here, I guess. Oh, shit. <laughs> Training your mind to be in the present moment is the number one key to making healthier choices. Susan Albers. And I think that is fan-fucking-tastic because that is just what we need to be doing. This is the way to get ourselves to where we are happier. Our mental health happiness is the most fucking important thing. Obviously, our physical happiness and health is, is great too, but our mind is what controls everything and if we can't keep our mind in good shape and healthy then what what's the use of the rest of it I mean honestly being able to be mindful of every situation and seeing ourselves into every situation and everything that we do is the most magical fucking thing ever we are different as witches we have the ability to alter things starting with our perception and by putting a little bit of ourselves into everything we do it makes our craft stronger it makes us grow into better witches because we become subconsciously able to recognize different ways to add our craft in without even thinking we're just bam we're approaching it in that way every single time we do something and it makes our craft like i said stronger because when we come and actually have time set aside for our crafting we don't feel like we're rushed. We don't feel like, you know, we're in a rut because we are living our best witchy lives every fucking day and every single thing that we do. So I think that is uh, one of the best things that we can, you know, do is to practice living a more mindful life. And it's going to grow our crafts immensely. 
Life is a dance. Mindfulness is witnessing that dance. Amen, Ray. And I think that's great because we have an upper hand than normal human beings because we are more in touch with our our minds and our bodies and our souls are more balanced, which gives us the upper hand of seeing things in a better light. And as much as we try to find solutions for everything, and we want to, you know, we want a spell for that. We need a spell for that. We have a spell for that. We have a crystal for that. We have an herb for that. We have an oil for that. We have something for that. Now take that approach to everything you do in life, and everything you do is going to be easier. It's going to come in a much more flowing way that makes it something not so mundane or so yuck, and it helps keep us out of those ruts where we feel like we're not being quote-unquote witchy enough. I can go on. I wrote down several little um, several little uh, quotes. The One more. I just gotta say this one more. The little things. The little moments. They aren't little. And that's by John Kabat-Zinn. And that's the best way to end this. The little things aren't little. Putting your little spice of your craft into every little thing you do is not little, it's fucking huge. Because it alters everything about the way your brain is wired to perceive things, to react, to act, to do, to think, to everything. By putting your craft into every little thing becomes one big thing with the big picture. So fill up your boxes. Sprinkle that shit in. Sprinkle your own witchy seasoning into each box. And look how beautiful the picture comes out when you're done. You know, this episode is very confusing and it will all sort of sink in. You may walk away after this and be like, well, what was that about? And someone's going to start to resonate with you as you start to do things. And you're going to think, well, maybe I'll try. And then you add a little bit to it. You add a little bit of seasoning. And you add a little bit more. And the next thing you know, you're sprinkling that shit on every fucking thing you do. And you are no longer just, you know, making time to be a witch. Making time to work on your craft. You are living your craft every motherfucking day. There's no wrong way to be a witch. But this is probably one of the best ways to be one. Sprinkle that shit on everything. A little bit. And I love you guys. And... This has been a crazy episode. So (laughs) I hope you guys have an amazing day, week, month, year. Whenever you're listening to this, uh, as always, uh, you can find me on YouTube, Cassie the Basic Witch, on Instagram, Cassie the Basic Witch, on TikTok, the Basic Witch 2020. Join our Facebook group. It is the Basic Witch. It is the one with the green theme, not the purple theme. And if you are... um, wanting to get your episodes a week early and ad free and access to bonus content you can subscribe to the basic witch podcast through spotify for 99 cents a month i hope you guys have an amazing day week month year i love you all and yeah go be witchy bitches love you bye